Hey, and thanks for joining me on another episode here of About Fate. Uh, can't start each and every episode without telling you how, how much I am grateful to you all for coming and listening to those of you that do listen to every week. I appreciate it. Um, just something I started because I wanted to be able to share the gospel or the good news of Jesus Christ. I wanted to talk about something that excites me and the one nothing excites me more than the word of God. Uh, I was called to preach. I don't, I don't know how many years ago uh, when I accepted my calling now, but um, it's one thing that I've always loved. I love preaching. I love hearing people preach. I love reading the word of God. I love every portion of the word of God. And it seems like every time you pick up the word, you always find something new, something that, ex- I, especially me, I always find something that excites me. Uh, it never gets boring. Uh, the word of God never gets dull to me. Um, it's I, something, you know, it's just episodes or there's TV shows that you can watch over and over again. Everybody has their favorite TV show that they can watch over and over again. And uh, no matter how, no matter if you know every word, every inflection that every actor or whoever makes, you continue to watch that TV show because it's your favorite. You love it. That's how the word of God is for me. I can read it over and over again. <clears throat> I can, I, I mean, it, it could be the same passage because every time I read it, it seems like God will give me something new. <clears throat> and no matter how like he's dealing with uh, me, it just depends on what season of my life I'm in. He'll still show me something different and I can gain something out of each and every um, every time I've read the word of God. So I love the word of God. I love talking about the word. I, uh, I'm one of those people, man. I used to buy so many like books, Bibles. I already have them and I still, you know, try to go through them and try to learn from them. And, um, I just love the word of God. And I, it's, and I'm, I'm so glad that I've allowed Jesus to come into my life. And I'm so glad that I found the word to be like one of my most cherished uh, piece of life because you're going to need the word in order to make it to heaven, right? You can't make it to heaven without following that roadmap that God has already laid for you. And but the Bible talks about, you know, anybody comes any any kind of other way besides what we have in the word of God. He says you you come as a thief and a robber. So uh, you're not going to get to heaven any kind of other way besides what the word of God has already laid out before us. So if you expect to see Christ, if you expect to see the Lord, uh, you're going to have to know the word. You're going to have to read his word and you're going to have to fall in love with the word of God. That's the most important thing that you will ever read on this on God's green earth. I mean, you're going to need to know it, live by it, love it. And it's some amazing stories as you read through the word of God. I did an episode on about me uh, reading through the Bible. And so as I read through it from front to end, it was it was just like watching a TV show and series, man. It was it was amazing. You just you get everything that people want. They run to TV for. I mean, you get you get in the Word of God. There are some funny parts. There are some sad parts. There are some you get love stories. I mean, you get all of it in the Word of God. People love watching murder shows. I mean, you get it in the Word of God. You see murder. You see. I mean, people love what I think they call it Ratchet Mondays, or that's what they used to call it when. Well, when I worked at this place and they would run out on Mondays because they wanted to get home and get everything done so they could watch Ratchet Mondays. And it was just, a, it was exactly what it is. It was Ratchet show, people being Ratchet on TV. And you see some Ratchet, people do some Ratchet things in the Bible. So <laughs> some people and some characters that are 
very ratchet in the Bible. So I, all the stuff that they run to TV to watch, you can actually get in the word of God and not only that, but you can build up strength and get wisdom and life and all the things you, you want to have. I, I love talking to uh, some of my friends and we talk about, talk, we, we talk about it, how the Bible pertains or contains everything you need, man. You want to know how to be a good friend, read the Bible. You want to know how to be a good brother, sister, read the Bible. You want to know how to be a good husband, wife. You want to know how to be a good manager. You want to know how to be all these things. You can read the word of God and it'll teach you how, uh, how you need to be in all these areas of life. Uh, it'll teach you how it'll give you so much wisdom in a lot of situations you could avoid by just following the wisdom of the word of God. But again, I want to thank you all for joining me today. I do have some guests here with me today, and I know you may think that they are people, but they're not people. They're just my dogs. They decided they wanted to join me today while I was recording. So if they start going crazy, that is not my fault. They, they're going to do what man's best friend like to do. But if you hear them in the background, it's just them wanting to maybe there's just saying amen to a part that I'm talking about. And I believe my dogs love the word of God, too, because when we're not here, we leave church on for my dogs, for them to they don't get to watch anything, you know, outside of church. That's what they get to watch. So uh, if you hear them start saying amen, it's because they love the word of God also. But uh, today I just was thinking about uh, actually it started a few days ago and. I started to think about uh, sharing the gospel and um, somebody was talking and just how the the gospel is such a, a necessary thing in this day and time. And I started to think and how when I'm on different social media sites or different social media platforms and how so many people love to share uh, the things that pertain to the devil. I mean... You can get on any, any, almost any social media platform now. And you see people that are Christian, right? And I don't believe these people have any ill intent. I do believe there are some people that really have good intent in their heart. So don't get me wrong when I'm saying this, but this is just the way uh, I felt it in my, in the the Holy Spirit, bring it to me is that you see uh, so many people on social media and they're Christian and they, they, they seem to be telling you or want to tell you about every devilish thing that you see uh, a celebrity doing. I mean, it can barely come out. And it's like they have their eye to what the celebrity is doing. I mean, they can give you, I mean, it, it's crazy to me or whatever. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Like if there's in a magazine on YouTube or TV show. Uh, song like whatever devilish thing that the, the celebrity has going on i mean they seem to keep up with it and know what's going on a lot of times i find myself asking like who has this much time to keep up with what celebrities are doing i mean as a child of god as god has already given me a list of things that he wants me to do and and following celebrities and keeping up with what they're doing uh it's not what he's telling me to do. I'm not saying that, you know, you may follow them on social media. I'm not trying to tell you who to follow on social media. That's not my job. Uh, I'm just saying when I say follow them, like keeping up with every little thing that they're doing so much so that, you know, it seems like before it even comes out and you're sharing those things and you're letting all the Christian world know exactly what the devil has going on. And I'm not here. Uh, even one fellow I know, I, I, he shares it all the time. And, he shared, I see him on social media and he shares every little thing from concerts that they have and uh, um, 
TV shows and every place. And I see them sharing everything the devil has going on. And don't get me wrong. I get it. We're not supposed to be ignorant of the devil's devices. But I feel like a lot of people have forgotten the real work of an evangelist, right? They, they've forgotten that what the what are the things that he gives us outlined of what evangelist and what he wants us to do. Right. And I get it. We're, we shouldn't be ignorant. We should we should know what things the devil has going on, because how can I relate to people or how can I uh, use the gospel in my time to uh, 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 prick people's heart or break their will and, and tap into their mind intellectually? If I don't know what the devil has going on in this day and time, but I'm starting to see uh, it's almost like a trend where people are trying to be first to share what it is that the devil has going on. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll post it, right? And you're like, man, it's gaining notoriety because you're willing to tell me everything about what he has going on. A lot of people wouldn't have knew about it, but now you have people on your friends list that aren't saved and you haven't even given them a word from the Lord, but you're willing to give them a word or you're willing to give them a quote from Little Nas X. You're willing to give them a quote from some TV show or uh, of somebody who's not living right. You're willing to tell them everything that Beyonce has going on that's ungodly. You're willing to tell them and show them everything that Jay-Z has going on that's ungodly. But when it comes from, for to give them a word from God, you don't have that. There's no word or no scripture to give them. Or if you have some, you have the most... I don't know the most cliche things you can find. I don't want to say the word is cliche, but you'll have some cliche quote that you prefer to share other than the word of God. But I started to think about those things and how we're expecting people to come to Christ and we're expecting people to get saved. And we want the church to, we want to see a revival in the land. We want to see souls saved. We want to see souls delivered. We want to see backsliders come back home. We want to see lesbians changed. We want to see homosexuals delivered. We want to see the drug addict put the drugs down. We want to see people turn away from alcohol. We want to see fornicators stop fornicating. We want to see adulterers stop sleeping around. We want to see liars stop lying. We want to see thieves stop stealing. But yet and still, we're not doing the thing that we should be doing in order to see these things happen. And you're saying, CJ, what are we doing? I'm telling people about what the devil has going. I'm trying to open up their minds. I'm trying to let them see that they're blind to what's going on. But I guarantee you, if somebody's in sin, they still don't see it. I'm not saying that everybody is going to uh, uh, that sees it is not going to want to come to Christ. Not they, 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 you saw so many people that they'll call out and they say that's demonic, but what happened is you don't see them coming to repent. Ah, uh, they'll say, man, I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to do that. But you don't see them coming to an altar. So that's one thing I started to think about. Yeah, man, when we share it, we'll see people get in the comments. Oh my God, this is terrible. Oh my God, I'm not fooling with that particular person anymore. They'll type it in the comments. They'll like your post. They'll heart your post. Oh, they'll share it. They'll reshare it. They'll retweet it. They'll do all these things. But yet and still, those same people that are living in sin, they may not fool with that person anymore. But guess what? They're still not coming to Christ. I started to think about that. 
I wanted to know and I, I wanted the Holy Spirit to speak to me of why, even though they're sharing the things of the enemy, why aren't we seeing people come to Christ when those things are shared? I'm not saying it's everybody. But the way these things are shared and they circulate on the internet, you would think that there would be a revival started in the land from seeing the demonic activity being pushed to the front. But for some funny reason, seeing the demonic activity is not pushing them to Christ. It's just pushing them away from that specific person. I started to think about those things. I started to think about what God has called us to do and be witnesses. How he wants us to be witnesses for him. And again, I understand we can't be ignorant of the devil's devices. So I'm not saying that there aren't times to share and let the world know what devil the devil has going in this hour. But the Bible tells us that if I, the son of man, be lifted up, he says that I would draw all men, men unto me. I think that's what a lot of people are forgetting to do. They, they, they are forgetting to lift up Jesus. I started to think about that even more. I wanted to see, well, God, like, how do we, how do we lift up Jesus? And then we do that through sharing the gospel. I found what Paul began to say, speak in Second Corinthians. Paul begins to talk and he begins to say, uh, uh, "But if our gospel, Second Corinthians chapter four, if our gospel be hid." He said, it's here to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Jesus Christ the Lord, and ourselves service for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. In the face of Jesus Christ. He said that if our gospel is here. So you can share all the posts about the celebrities. But why aren't they repenting? It's because that's not sharing the gospel. Oh, yeah, people love to share. They want to be like, I guess it's like journalism trying to be first to share it so they can feel like they shared it first. And I guess... I get it. You know, you don't you, 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 you're trying to make sure you're pointing a light at what the devil is doing. But if all you're sharing is the devil is doing, that's not what's going to cause somebody to repent. You know what causes people to repent is shining the light of the gospel on their life. Talking about how celebrity is doing something demonic does not get a person to realize that they're living in sin. You're trying to shine darkness on darkness. Oh, that doesn't make the room brighter. But when I talk about Jesus, when I begin to shine the light of Jesus on somebody's life, they can now see how filthy, filthy they are in their sin. They'll begin to see that what the state that they are in is not a good place to be. I remember reading, I believe it was uh, a commentary, and I believe he was talking about being in a cave. If it was somebody that was in, if I was in a cave and 
uh, and I, I was living in a cave and I was around a cave and I looked around and there may be things all around me. There may be uh, a lot of things all around me unless somebody shines an actual light in that cave. And now I can see the snakes, the spiders, all these things that are around me, the filth around me. Then I'll be up. I, I, I will want to move and do something about my situation. But if nobody shines a light in that cave, I'll never realize that I'm in here with danger. We want to see people repent. We want to see people come to come to God. They're not going to do it unless, if you don't. If you keep the gospel here, what you have to share with them is the gospel, as they say, the good news of Jesus Christ. And you wonder why they can't be changed. You're wondering why they're standing in sin. You're wondering why your coworkers are not being changed, even though you're showing them everything that the devil has going on, but they're still choosing to stare in their sin. It's because showing them what darkness is doing doesn't change them. But showing them the gospel in the light of Jesus Christ, that's what will make them want to change. You know, and I just said a while ago that the Bible talks, well, the Bible doesn't say it, but we understand from studying the word of God and understanding studying words that gospel, the gospel is simply just the good news. It's good tidings, good news brought to man. But one of the other things I've learned about the gospel is that the gospel has power. It has power and we always wonder like people say it, it's not i'm not just trying to be cliche here but it really does the bible says it in romans 1 and 16 it says for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone that believe it he says, I'm not ashamed of it. That's what Paul is saying here. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not afraid to preach the gospel. I'm not afraid to share with people what the word of God says. I'm not afraid to share with people how Jesus changed my life and lift him up because it's the power of God unto salvation. If I want my neighbor saved, I'm going to have to share the gospel. I want my brother saved, my sister saved. I'm going to have to share with them the gospel. I want my mom or my dad saved. I'm going to have to share with them the good news of the gospel because they won't be saved. Nothing else has power to save except for the gospel. Everything else is good. Everything else is fine to share. I'm I'm not knocking. I'm not knock. I'm not knocking learning about things. I'm not knocking uh, understanding things or, uh, uh, or looking and trying to figure out what the devil has going. But don't in, in, in your learning efforts and in, in, in your ability to try to gain more knowledge and seek out what the devil is doing so you can put a pinpoint on sin. Don't forget to share the gospel. Don't forget to share with people the good news. Of Christ. We're living in a day and age where people love to think everybody is a, um, 
I guess, a political scientist in this day and time. You know, everybody has went to Google University and they've gotten their degree in political science. And so even in this day and time, you have people that are willing to share all of the political. I'm not on, I'm not speaking on for any side, by the way, but they're willing to uh, uh, share with you their 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 political uh, I don't know affiliations and they'll tell you about that on why you shouldn't support this party or why you shouldn't support that party and everything like that even in the midst of that they're forgetting to share the gospel because if our gospel is here that's what I wanted to ask everybody who are today that's the question I want you to understand where is the gospel I see everything else from everybody. But I really just want to know where is the gospel? Who's showing, who's shining the light of the gospel? I get it. You want the world to see what the world is doing. The good, guess what? The world already knows what the world is doing. But if you want them to be changed, he says you can't hide the gospel. If the gospel is hid, they'll, they'll continue to be lost. Where is the gospel? Where is the gospel in this day and time? You, we talk about like how we saw people come into the altar back in the day. And I get it. As time goes on, as time comes to a close, things are going to wax worse and worse. Men's hearts are going to wax cold. And men are not going to want to hear the gospel. They're going to heed to themselves. Uh, teachers having itching ears. I get all of that. But there's still some people out there. He says to us that the laborers are few. The harvest is ripe. It's the laborers that are few, but the harvest is right. So there's still some people out there that want to know about the good news of Jesus Christ, but they won't get it if we're not willing to lift up Christ and share the gospel. So I ask and I leave you this question. Where is the gospel in your life? Have you just kept it to yourself and waited until you get around your church friends to talk about the gospel? That's good. That's good. We should. Iron sharpens irons. We should talk about it with each other, build each other up. I, I'm, I'm all for that. But who else, But who needs the gospel more than that sinner on your job, that sinner in your house, that sinner on your street, down your block, the sinner you met at the grocery store, the sinner you met when you were out buying clothes? Who needs the gospel more? than the person that's on their way to hell, the person that's blinded by Satan. They won't see unless you share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, I want to thank you again for listening and coming and joining me again today. Remember, wherever you're listening to it at, do me a favor. Just go ahead and like, share, subscribe to it. Uh, I really appreciate it. I've gotten so many listens throughout this first year and I just want to keep going. I pray that you pray for me, that God will give me the strength to keep doing this because um, I love it. I love sharing and talking about the, the Bible, the word of God. Uh, it's something that I'm passionate about. And whether I'm sick, whether I'm happy, sad or whatever's going on in my life, I found that this is the thing that brings me the most joy is talking about the word of God. And I want to continue to do that. So if it's blessing you, just be, just be willing to share it. You know what I mean? I don't know who you, where you, where you are, where you're from, but please just go ahead and share it with your friends on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you listen to 
go on and share. We're going to try to get a YouTube channel up here soon so we can have a little video and hopefully that'll help bring in some more people that'll be willing to watch and uh, kind of see what's going on. And we'll be able to share that. If you haven't already, go back and listen to some of the amazing testimonies that we've had this year. We've had some wonderful testimonies so far this year. I would just encourage you to go listen to that. If you need some encouragement or maybe you have some loved one that does need to be saved, that may be a good way for them to hear. Here's somebody else who's in that same situation that God has delivered and set free. And then you may be going through something. These same people have talked about things that they've been through after they've been saved and how God has brought them out. We know God is not just a saving God, but he's a healing God. Uh, he, he's a provider, protector. There's a lot of that. God is everything. You know, there's songs like that. God is my everything. God is everything to us. So if this podcast has been a blessing to you, do me a favor and go out and share it. And until next time, God bless you. And we're going to roll the outro. This has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast with me, your host, TJ Hartman. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.